This, this, this is, 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 have we started? Have we started? I don't know, because we haven't done the intro for a while. I was going to mention this. We haven't. Is there, is there an intro? Yeah, well, I'm used to you saying hello and welcome to the Full oh. Reptile Radio. Now, I used to be used to that in the kitchen because it made me think about it. On my walk the other day, I was listening to the Fight Disciples and Adam's got his uh, his standard, like, run-of-the-mill introduction, yep. which is welcome to the Fight Disciples and all the rest of it. And my real image. Imit- is the first time you stumbled upon us? You can subscribe yeah. by iTunes. But it's not or stumbling. It's not stumbling. This is where I come into my really immature, giggling like a girl phase, walking around the woods. And he says, If you've only just come across us. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh. And that just reminded me of something that happened to me as a kid. I can remember we were on holiday with my dad in Devon. I don't think I like the way the story's going already. Massive beach. I was about 13. And there was this big, like, overly crowded beach. And I'm stood there. And my sister shouts from like the the shoreline. She's like, Owen, are you coming? And I just shout her back, no, I always stand like this. <laughs> and my dad looks at me like the piece of shit I was. And it just, every time they say, if it's the first time you've come across us, I'm like, ugh, lads. Yeah. Come on. Straight away. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Blowing so, spiders' so, webs. So are you saying you'd rather me intro the podcast? So no, you feel just, like- it just made me realise that we haven't done it since. Because then by the time we're doing it now, it's normally a case of, are we recording? Do That's you need true. to clap? Well, my cons- the first thing I always do is check this table because you, you tighten it up, don't you? And I'm always concerned that you've not tightened it up properly. Yeah, and, and it's I'm not falling on us yet. Stuff. It hasn't yet. This, this, is the, <laughs> this is the point where you untighten un- un- it. Two eh? dogs go flying. <laughs> um, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Full Reptile Radio. Is that better? That's perfect. Okay. We'll nice. get started now. There you go. Um, where do you want to start? Do you, you want to talk about the fights at the weekend, of course? Well, dude, we, we've not caught up for a bit. I feel like we're echoing today. Do you think? Is it because I can hear... I think, yeah. Is it, is it because of cause I'm talking, gonna, talking? I'm going to do like, that. Like, there we go. This. Carry on. Sorry. Okay, so we, we haven't caught up for a bit. We haven't. It's we been didn't a while. Even, yeah, we didn't talk you about the Ross Superman Edgley punch. last week. I was Ross Edgley. Someone said the you arms look bigger. You were a lot more muscular, yeah. For real. Yeah. 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 And sponsored by Gymshark. Less tattoos, more Gymshark. <laughs> and tonk arms. Tonk arms. Yeah, to be fair. Sorry, Ben, we're going to have to just... Your dad can't he's literally, to the He's literally so. not going to move. No. You can put the microphone on his head. <laughs> so we, we didn't talk about Wonder Boy. You want to talk about that? We, just how impressive it was. How, gonna, how impressive I'm, I'm just going to keep moving. You keep fucking with my mouth. Yeah. If I just stay here, that's all right, yeah? Yeah, that's Winner. fine. So... <laughs> That was impressive though, right? To lose, to lose a fight. Don't, don't come out of there now. You're not going to be able to see for a week. I know it's blinding. It is blinding. The, um, light, the lights are far cl- Am I wrong, Raptors? Are you highlighting Ben? They are a lot closer, aren't they? It's, it's not a problem. I'm just, I'm, it's just an observation. Is it to work for their filters? Because I looked, I watched a bit of the, the podcast the other week. Stace was like, use the filters they put. And I was like, no, we don't see it. We've not got a screen. <laughs> And I stood dressed up like a French, like a French lady, which I quite like, truth be told. I can get away with black lippy. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, some fighting. Do you want to talk about the fights on the weekend? Or do you want to, did you want to talk about Pettis Wonderboy first? I only wanted to say it was just impressive. It was. He was getting outstruck completely for, what was it, 10 minutes, 12 Something minutes? Something like that. No, not quite. It was second round. It was it second round, yeah. Mm. So that was, but off the cage again. Superman hook off the fence. Superman Mate. right hook. 
And what props to Wonderboy when he, gosh darn it. <laughs> no. Hot dang. And you're like, dude, yeah. just say fuck's sake you, or you've something. You've got to care more because people will start thinking this is fixed. For real. Like, you just, you've got to, you know, you've got to be more angry. It's, yeah. I but, can't imagine having that reaction. I remember laughing about being knocked out. Yeah. I remember being at the hospital with with Steve Papp and there was nobody else there. It was silent. I saw Joel. I was just in stitches because of what had happened. Mate. I mean, you know. Then obviously the, the depression comes. I can't keep them on the yeah, whole no, time. I feel no, like it's going to freak me out. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was the way that he was out, out, like the week before. Out, out. He was out, out, yeah. Mickey Flanagan's uh, <laughs> version of, of being knocked out. But Till was the week before. Mm. Who would have called that? I know. Who would have called that? And especially Shout when them two the went. the lighter guys moving up a weight class. For real, man. Looking good doing it. So yeah, I was, I was impressed. The thing I was gutted about last week was that we didn't get to talk about Gagey Barboza. Because I know you were mad before busy. Before it happened. Yeah, before. I what mean, obviously now it's done. What would you have said? I always go gaugey. Let's just pretend that, that, that this is before the event and it, you don't know what you don't know what had happened. Okay, okay. Rewind. I can I can take that out of my brain. I would have definitely, definitely gone gaugey. Oh, I always will. Yeah, just because he's just a mad bastard. By knockout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, by knockout. What, probably, probably, probably first round. Probably first round, yeah, but like two minutes, 18 in. You reckon, yeah. Yeah, that, it's just as he's walking mm, away, just catch him, just on yeah, the jaw. Yeah. Almost 218. Was it? I don't remember. <laughs> Two thirty. It's there. <laughs> Fucking hell, cheat, seat. cheat, cheat, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would. I, I think I would have chose Gagey. I just think I was the only concern I had was because Gagey's always coming forward. There was a case he could have walked onto a head kick easy. But I, Bar- just, I just think that's just, the only way you fight Barbosa though. Like got Khabib to. showed that you've got to pressure him so much that he can't kick. Yeah, yeah. You know, Khabib and, took his soul a little bit. Yeah, though. but the difference, and this is why he's my wild card. Gaethje has got punching power as well as that hustle wrestling style. I think he's, if anybody in the division right now, we always say styles make fights. If there's a style to beat Khabib right now, it's just in Gaethje. It's been able to hustle wrestle, have conditioning to go hard for a while, take a bunch of punishment and keep coming and have knockout power. All day. It's the one thing that we've not really seen from Khabib much. Yeah. Is I that mean, like it, one punch? It was the, the one point, Gagey was throwing like Sean Shirk. It's like he wasn't even extending his arms in any way. Yeah. He was just throwing his hips. It was, at first, when he wasn't landing with them, I was thinking, yo, dude, put your put, put your arms further out. But I'd watch Gagey every week. Oh, yeah. I'd fight outside of a McDonald's. I don't care. And it's like, he For just health, seems... though, we couldn't... Uh... No, that's not fair, is it? honestly mate he was ridiculous like just just have the confidence to go in against Barboza who is arguably one of the greatest strikers yeah that leg kick trade that was going off as well yeah but Gagey started uncomfortable. yeah Gagey instigated that's why yeah of course he is imagine I know the different weight classes but Gagey against Korean Zombie can you imagine Jesus. that yeah not not the best That'd be awesome. not for their legs <laughs> jeez yeah or Gagey we've not seen uh, Gagey versus um uh, Diego Sanchez haven't we imagine Mate, that yeah uh, the only thing that concerns me there is Diego's chin after Matt Brown took Dude, it out yeah but these last couple of fights from Diego he's got in close he and stayed close the, he beat the shit out of um, Craig White and then he did the same thing to Mickey yes. Gall yeah but Mickey Gall had it come to a degree didn't he yeah but they're two two big strong yeah, welterweights yeah Diego looked, looked better than he has in years I would be concerned for Diego Sanchez against Justin Gagey I'd love to see it, but it would be almost like Paul Barrow come down to the going to the cage with like a gurney. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, to the death like match. A casket match. To the casket match, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be scary. I can see that. 
It, I would watch it though. Yeah, for real. What about um, uh, Jack Hermanson against David Branch? What happened that to guillotine. David Branch? I don't know. I've seen him tap to strikes now, and I would feel, and I mean, obviously, I wasn't in the position, but I would feel like there was a way of escaping that. If, like, especially yeah, if I was a, with that I'm leg sure in, a black belt. I mean, is, is he a black belt? Yeah, I th- I would have thought that he would have been out of it a little bit quicker. He is under Henzo or Gracie. tried. He didn't see. He, I'd like a breakdown of that finish to find out what, yeah, what really real happened, slow-mo. where the pressure was and stuff. Yeah. But Jack Hermanson, I mean, well, Cage Warriors champ, another Cage Warriors champ that is just looking awesome. really, really strong at the moment. Well, I've never seen that guillotine before. I've never seen it when someone leaves their leg in. You no, know I mean, the way they pulled, the way that he yeah, pulled him nice. around. It, it was, was a, I mean, he must have a hell of a squeeze. He's got those long arms, aren't he? Yeah, it? for he's real. A, I, I think he's like, at the moment, I think he's about the optimal size for a uh, for a middleweight. Yeah. Someone that's got the skill and the technique, but also the size to be able to make it work. I, I think there are some guys that are too big for the weight class yeah. now. Yeah. Manson's the kind of person that can fight Perfectly. hard for five yeah. five rounds. You know, I just I honestly thought there was going to be more from David Branch, especially when he came back to the UFC. They did the whole was it against Rockhold that they did the whole like embedded series with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that got me genuinely really interested. It was almost like the Gagey. I watched a lot of when Gagey came across. And obviously you managed to sort of just absorb all of that information and mm-hmm. you get to know a bit more about him, which is good for us because that got me instantly interested. Same with David Branch. I was like, yo, and obviously just wanting to see Rocco get sparked <laughs> is enough is enough excitement to be able to... Why uh, don't you like him? I don't know, man. I watched, my, my kids watch this uh, YouTube channel called um, The Norris Nuts, right? Don't know why, there's normal TV, but they watch and it's, it's four Australian kids... And they just got their own YouTube channel. Well, one of them, the oldest daughter, is a skater. So they got invited to UFC um, Luke Rockhold against Romero. Right. And both my kids are watching it. And they're like, oh, look, they're at the UFC. I went, they're going to be disappointed in a minute. <laughs> they're like, what? And they got basically got tickets off Luke as their guests went down there, did the whole thing. And as we were leaving to go to school, you see Luke get sparked. Oh, dear. <laughs> as I told you. That was, shit. That was nasty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine like a full wind-up shot from Luke, uh, from Yoel Romero. When they you're should, on, when you're they on the, should, on the, the cameras. PI, they should move the, the punching machine down so it's at the same position Oy. and let, let uh, Romero have a good crack at that to see what kind of punching power that was. And compare that, it to Bisping when Bisping biffed him like as well. That literally like a shotgun. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. MDK. But when you saw David Branch come back in that, I was thinking, this is going to be big time, man. I'm excited to see him. And, and to be fair, he just seems to have struggled. I He's mean, just, He just seems to have that crack in his psychology where sometimes if there's an opportunity to get out, he'll get out. But he's got like, a win over Santos. It's very, very rare that you see someone tap to strikes. Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a win over Santos, but at middleweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I, st- I still feel, I mean, if they rematched at light heavyweight, I'd say Santos would probably punch a hole in him. Do you reckon that keeps him around for a bit longer, though? Because that's two two losses in a row. What do you reckon? Well, I mean, the thing is, he's still a top contender, isn't he? Well, I don't know where he's ranked at the moment. 11th at the moment. Oh, as that was as of November, so he's probably moved down a little bit now. But, I mean, he's still top 15. There's, there are still interesting fights for him, or at least you, you, you allow him to prove himself against some of the rising contenders, some yeah. of the more challenging. Give him another one. Yeah, exactly, you know. Um, what else on the card? Josh, Josh Emmett. Emmett. Oh, Jeez. man. I, no- I thought Johnson looked good though. I thought, you know, like he was moving well, his footwork was lively, Emmett was struggling to touch him a lot of the time. Yeah, he looked good defensively like that, but he wasn't doing a lot to, to hurt Emmett. No. He wasn't, as much as he was avoiding it and throwing a lot of feints, 
I think Dominic Cruz had faints in that fight 700 and like 48 times. Did you see the video of uh, DC on his phone? On the main event? <laughs> on his Dude. phone. I, How does that work? The only, the only reason that that would be okay is if you're on the phone to Dana. If Dana's yeah. texting you in that moment, you requ- it requires a reply. Otherwise, watch the fight, dude. You can't be yeah, on your especially phone. when Bob Boza <laughs> engage you in the cage, and it's like it could have anything. What could are you happen. up to? Just just doing this. Well, someone actually tweeted me to ask you a question, and it's and it's actually people at the fights. Why is it that with the undercard they'll pan into the crowd and the the seats are empty? I don't know. Oh. It frustrates the hell out of me. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know, and and it's even worse in Vegas. Like if you if you go to an event in Vegas, the majority of the arena is empty until the main card starts. It's insane. It's crazy, especially because you know, like the champions of three years time are going to be on the undercard now. For real, yeah, hundred percent. It's it's wild. Yeah, you know, the only the only time I don't see it is when the UFC is going to a new region, a new territory. Like when we went to Moncton, Canada. Okay, and it was like a new arena, and like everybody was buzzing, everyone was excited. It was sold out real quick. And people were in the doors, in their seats, ready for the first fight. Like, bouncing, like, UFC's come to I town. suppose that's where it's like in the UK. I mean, when we went, we got there for like half two, two o'clock. And we were there the whole time. Yeah. Talking to everybody in the arena. As many people as I could find, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Anybody. Yeah, anyone. But it's, yeah, it just it seems strange that, like, you look around and it's just empty. And you, feel, you almost feel for the fighters. You're like, yeah. yo, who are you like, fucking where, fighting what, for? Where are these people and what have they got to do that's better than yeah, being at these fights? you got a fights? ticket, dickhead. I was, always, I was always in my seat ready for the first fight. Of course. Even, always. Um, Michelle Waterson against Karolina Kowalkovic. Kowalkovic. Mate, Michelle Waterson's Instagram. Easy. Oh, well, we're going this direction now, are Dude. we? I thought we were talking about martial arts here. And immediately takes a dive, a she, nose dive. She took it into filth. to a dive filth. into filth. Mate, that grey two-piece. Milf, milf, milf. Milf, filth. Filth. Milf, filth. filth. You love it. <laughs> Fucking milf, filth. <laughs> yeah, she's um, she distracted me big time. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of content ready going into it, but <laughs> I watched that video of her kicking a bottle off someone's head a few times. <laughs> Crack on. <laughs> wow. She's ridiculous, right? She's very talented. Yeah, for very real. talented as a martial artist. Yeah, and uh, an independent, strong woman. And in, it's and a good role model for my daughters. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's the attitude that we're I going. We would not be buying them great swimsuits, <laughs> but you know, she looked very good though. She looked fucking dynamite, and, mate. Like the, the fighting. I'm <laughs> not what you were meaning. What? what? You just like mouth to me straight fire, whatever that means. <laughs> I'm trying to keep this on the martial arts here. Unfortunately, she was you. straight fire. Yeah, she no, was. I agree. Very. And the thing with Carolina, I I like her. I like her style of fighting. I like her enthusiasm. I just the one thing that she needs now, and I, and I imagine because I, I've I've trained fighters like her in the past, where they just they're so into the fight, they just chase after it. They just go wherever the fight is in front yeah. of them. Instead of being a bit more calculated in like trying to corner the fight up against the fence yes. so you can beat the shit out yeah. of it, and, is that is that down to killer instinct a bit? Is, is there? I, a- I don't know to be honest. I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I've I have had fighters. I had one female fighter who was very good. She had a thunderous right hand, and I always work footwork with her. And it took a while to get to the point where she understood that by putting somebody in a corner, yeah. you can punch them as much as you like. Yeah, and. 
I always see the same thing with Carolina. If she's got someone that's willing to keep meeting her head on, Point yeah, I mean, she's a, she's a real handful for anybody. But if she's got someone like Michelle Watson comes from a traditional martial arts background where you've got, you know, a lot of, she was light on her feet, a lot of footwork. Yeah. You know, when you throw in those kind of kicks. Dude, you, that kick up the middle, toes. it was like yeah. the, um, what's that Adam Sandler film? No one messes with the Zohan. Oh, Zohan. You know, he yeah, did it, Cruz it was, say that on the commentary? Oh, did he? I think he did, yeah. Oh man, I, I don't know. I, I had, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd blocked Cruz. Oh, had you? You just tuned him out? Inadvertently. Yeah. It's just like this monotone. <laughs> God, mate, I want to love him. I want to love him so much. But even, like, just to move to the next fight, there was the Paul Craig against Kennedy. You know his last name. Yeah. So I'm not even going to try. No, I, th- I heard you just walk up to the bus stop and then walk away. Yeah. But bear in mind, right, Paul Craig's on a skid. He's pulled these ridiculous subs off before. Kennedy has avoided it for 14 and a half minutes, right? He throws up another triangle, taps him within seconds, and Dom Cruz is like, well, that's it. Maybe don't wash your shorts. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are tapping really fast from these Just triangles, dipping. aren't they? Maybe <laughs> But imagine that, 14 and a half minutes in, you're losing, and he mm. pulls out a, a ridiculous submission again, and Dominic Cruz's reaction was, well, there you go, you see. That's what happens. He, he went for one, he didn't get it. You string two together. That's what Khabib does. And you'd be like, yo, he's just saved his career and triangled someone. And I think who was un- unbeaten at the time. DC was on his phone. Are you fucking insane? And it's like, oh, well, that's what you're getting it. That's, that's just what happens. Well, fair enough. And it's like, all right, logic. <laughs> yes, that's what fucking happens. But uh, 40 and a half minutes in. Yeah. He needs some high fives. They need, they need, some, they need to get him some energy drinks before the event starts. Man, I don't know. Dildo something, pants adrenaline or something. shot in yeah, the heart. Something just, just to fucking sh- tweak him out a little bit. I can't hold still. I mean, you've you've seen me at events, you've, dude. I can't. I, I can't. I'm I'm the first one out of my seat as soon as the punches landed. I'm like, dude, oh, oh, ready. Yeah. Last time There's I was almost no point in me having a seat. I'm no. in a permanent squat position, yeah, ready to studs go. Studs fine, thanks. <laughs> I was in my seat, and Gemma, when we went to London last, not this one, just gone Volkov one. Uh, sorry, the yeah, it was Volkov, wasn't it? Mm. Gemma says the majority of the time she's looking up at ass at a row <laughs> of just my adopted UFC family. Just the whole row was just fucking bouncing. It was, honestly, it's like we'd had too many blue smiles. Yeah, I can't exactly that. But you've got to be giddy. Still, yeah. Surely you've got to be excited. I was excited. I get excited from the point I wake up. I struggle to eat fight day, even when I'm not fighting. Yeah. And like, I, like I told you, I got to the event and I'm walking around and I'm like, like John's very professional. Like I've got my notes, I've got my snacks, green apples only because red apples create more saliva and blah, blah, blah. Like all this shit's organized. His favorite brand of mints. Like we couldn't be more opposite. I wouldn't leave the, the house. No. I turn but, up and it's like, you got your shoes. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I knew I needed a thing. <laughs> shoes. Exactly. Exactly. Like I have to pack my bag like three weeks before and keep checking it to make sure yeah. that I've not unpacked something accidentally that I'm really going to yeah, need. Definitely need that. The amount of times I've forgotten my earpiece, my tie and my uh, credential. Like, like that's that's the holy trinity. If I forget all three of those, it's going to be a terrible Fucked show. It. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry. <laughs> um, but like, I get there on the day and I'm like running around. I've got my headphones in. I'm like, I've got my bass going. I'm like buzzing. I'm shadow boxing the cage. oxygen. As the, you know, these raptors, they saw I was like, like just couldn't hold still. Yeah. And John's like, he's like, like a Zen master, like managing my energies. Done. Maybe it all comes from the bow tie. Maybe it's all just that. The bow oh. tie and the quaff. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. 
He was like a, like a Zen monk. Like a superhero. What would his Marvel name be? Can, <laughs> can people tweet us what Johnny G's Marvel name should be? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. What would John Gooden's Marvel character be? Professor Bowtie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think that's it. You've just won the competition. What's his power? Organisation. <laughs> <laughs> Are those papers organised? No. <laughs> Check it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're absolutely right. There you go, Professor Bowtie. Sorry, dude. <laughs> um, you know, Paul Craig, going back to that, we, t- we were talking about the fights, weren't we? We were. We are talking about Paul Craig pulling off an insane submission. That was it. I really think he should believe in his striking a little bit more. Because every time he threw his right hand, every time he decided to commit to something, it landed, it landed yeah. all right. And, yeah. and he's, he's a big, powerful guy. And like, you know, when he face off, when faces off against people, he always gets in their face. Like, I, I wish he would take a bit more of that energy into the let's octagon with him. Yeah, let's the go. like, let's, let's, yeah. let's go. Let's. I, I don't know whether he's been a little bit gun shy since he got stopped. Who was it? Was it uh, Kilo Roundtree that stopped him? I think so. But I mean, oh, he, uh, Tyson Pedro he, as well. He, he that looked was it, two in a row. He looked tired. You, all you've got to do is just, if you find yourself in that in that position, you've got two first round stoppages Tyson Pedro and Kilo Roundtree. Mm. You've, just, you've just got to go back and watch Vandalay Silva's back catalogue. Yeah. So that's the best way to get over any kind of knockout because you're like oh look how many punches he can take it wasn't <laughs> as bad as that yeah true true but I mean it was a, what weight is Paul Craig because he's, he's light quite, heavy yeah and he's not coming down he can't he? no he couldn't he's too tall he, I mean yeah. he is a he is a decent size light heavyweight I just I just feel like if he it's a, it's a, it's a belief thing it's a confidence thing in his striking he just looks a bit tired though and I don't know if that comes into it like if you've got the energy and he knows he needs to save his energy for his takedowns and the and the attack or the fear for Kennedy is always there that he can take you down but he can't put a lot into his into his right hand like you say when he was throwing the right hand it was landing but then he looked not flat footed but he looked tired it looked like he was taking it out of him yeah and I don't know if it's because he trains a lot of obviously jits and grappling but then well I mean obviously like his strength is his jiu-jitsu but I, I, always, I always feel like his takedowns oftentimes there's an element of panic in the takedowns because he doesn't want to strike yeah like sometimes he shoots out of pressure and his posture's already broken before he enters Cause like he I, I mean you saw the lot. burns on his knees like yeah. he's like shooting to his knees a lot of the time Mate. I feel like if he had a bit more confidence in his striking however he gets that whether it's you know you know working on his working on his hands a bit more being a bit more streamlined with his training or something improving his confidence in his striking would then allow him to enter into takedowns and more confidence which means that his success rate and get I think he was like 1 in 15 at one point yeah, in the so fight so does he need to bring someone in I mean is it I don't know uh, what's his team I, like I'm, it, I'm not sure an experienced wrestling I'm team I'm not or? sure I don't know they're, they're a good team I mean you know they produce good fighters they've got a, a good stable of, uh, of, of real strong European talent I, I just don't, I'm not sure what it is I, I feel like I mean maybe it was those couple of stoppages it's got to rattle you a little bit. Back and, yeah, Because they were both the first round and they were both about four minutes in. Wicked, so, wicked jiu-jitsu though. Ridiculous. Sweep to a triangle. Really Mate, it was nice. the way that he, if you, I mean the highlight plays it from about 57 and I think it's at 44 that he catches him. I don't know why I know the exact numbers but I've obviously watched <laughs> it a couple of times. Man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there are 12 toothpicks on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but when he pulls him in it's just the, it's just the technique that he used 
was fucking insane. And the speed he did it to, to break it. So, I don't know, was it DC that was saying for a triangle, two arms in or two arms out? Was DC watching? Did he see it? He was watching he a good two one? minutes of yeah. it. I think it was the highlight. He was just was re-commentating. He, the replay the yeah. <laughs> he was playing Angry Birds. replay on Instagram. Yeah, he was playing Angry Birds. That's what he was doing when he was when he was on the phone during the stoppage of the main event. He was watching the replays of the Paul Craig finish yeah. on like, Instagram. Oh, shit. That's good. Oh, UFC's posted this. With oh, Dominic shit, Cruz reading out his shopping list to him. Yes, I need some man puns. Might buy a Kinder Egg. Treat myself to a pot noodle. <laughs> oh, Sunday. I'll have two pot noodles. <laughs> All right, DC. Hey, All right, Tom. Chill out. <laughs> you really got to think about it. No, I just don't know, man. It just, I just want him to have just a little bit of energy. Yeah? Just a little bit of energy because I, I don't like falling asleep to events. But I've got more scars on my face where I've dropped my phone <laughs> from Dominic Cruz commentating for five minutes and it's like, dude... You're genuinely just fucking with it now, aren't you? No, I'm just making I've sure... I've got a lapel mic I want to make really. sure you're being heard, that's all. That's all. <laughs> yeah, you keep on plugging it. <laughs> so then... I'm not even sure with the record, recording. This this new bit of bit of kit that we've got, we've upgraded so we can have more microphones plugged in. But I've left the Raptors to figure it out and I I, I honestly don't know whether they can... With their, with their little claws, I don't know whether they can press the buttons right. I'm not... <laughs> to be fair, right. the, the last time we used kitchen, it, we didn't record for 25 minutes. They managed to figure out how to open the kitchen door though. So we've got to keep an eye on these motherfuckers. Just go back and watch that. Just go back and watch that. Because that's one thing on Jurassic Park that fucking winds me off the clock, right? Bear in mind... Oh, don't... Don't, I'm don't not, upset me now. I'm not going to upset you, but then... The, yeah, I think so. I think Come so. and check. Come and check, industry. Yeah, come and check. Because if it's not, you're going to sit in and record all of this back. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Flex. Th- thanks for dressing up. He's not wearing anything that's not got a rip in it. Yeah, he's shredded. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's been attacked by a pack of, do- by pack ben. of dogs. <laughs> got attacked by a pack of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Put some schmackos in his top. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so it is. Yeah. Tiny claws. Anyway, go on. So, Upset me about Jurassic Park. So when we at crack the end, with the where the raptor's stuff. trying to get in the door and she's trying to reach the gun with her foot, you know, there's shotgun. There's a twelve yeah. uh, gauge spaz shotgun on the floor, and yeah. she's trying to hook it with her foot, mm-hmm. and like she's really struggling to reach it. And the, the little girl is at the computer geeking out, and there's the boy who's been in the Queen film recently. So he's, he's a dude, but he was stood. He's just stood on the back of the chair. Going, come on, come on. It's like pass the gun. <laughs> just past the gun she's struggling like fuck there's a raptor opening the door pass oi dickhead pass the fucking gun yeah. and he's just like patting the back of a chair going come on hurry up we're gonna die it's yeah. like well get the gun Nimrod and we'll be fucking <laughs> safe do you know what I mean just shit like that fucking hell they, they, that's how they prolong the drama though yeah but pr- you can prolong on, it in a different on, way on, just get on, the fucking raptor's arm in let's just let me just let's just draw a line under this we're talking about a film where they where they they used they, amber they took, uh, they took Insects blood out of insects in amber yep. and made dinosaurs out of them. Yep. And bought an island yep. and made a populated zoo, it with, populated yep. it with dinosaurs. Yep. yep. And the problem is that they didn't think about passing the shotgun to Exactly, exactly. Because the raptors were in the kitchen. Exactly. It's not that the raptors were in the kitchen that was the unbelievable. Opening the part. dogs, you clever girl. <laughs> but this thing goes on to the latest Jurassic Park, right? So the Where whole they're a team. They're yeah, a fucking team. Yeah, exactly. Fucking, this is like a Lego team movie. Alpha male, raptors, so, yeah. fist bumping, claw bumping, boom. No shirt nation. <laughs> nice. Fist bumps. They'd, they'd headbutt each other before. <laughs> the new Jurassic Park, the whole premise of Jurassic Park 1 was contain the T-Rex, right? Yep. Agreed? Hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes to contain that big motherfucker. Not the most recent Jurassic Park, but the one before, 
they get into a bit of bother with a new fucking T-Rex hybrid bullshit that they've made mm -hmm. with Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's kicking off. What do they do? They ask the T-Rex for help. They're going to open his cage like, excuse me, can you just come and fuck this one up? <laughs> what? What the fuck? Let's tag it in. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, T-Rex. I'll fucking have him. <laughs> what is going on? And then the raptors come along like, is that the one you want us to kill? Please. All right, we'll help. It's fucking logic just... And I, I, I know it's. I know it's, it's not all, believable, is it? No, it's just Jurassic Park is just not believable. It's over the top. It is. I want some. I, is. I want some Django. I mean, the first Django one was almost life. like a documentary, wasn't it? Really. Exactly. Aside from the shotgun part, this, the which shotgun was is just common sense. Unbelievable. What are we going to do? We're all going to die. Unless what? We get that gun. Oh, she's struggling with her feet. <laughs> what are you doing, Timmy? Pass her the fucking gun. He would have probably shot her in the face or so. Imagine that. Family Guy redoing it. Have you seen when Family Guy redo Home Alone? And now they both break in, the burglars break in, and Macaulay Corkin walks out with all his traps. They tread on some micro machines and go, that's mildly annoying, and shoot him in the head. It's fucking brilliant. It's the best. I have seen that one. Yeah, so maybe Family Guy could redo Jurassic Park for me. Did you watch the fights at the weekend? I watched a couple of them. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Did you watch the uh, the Sadiq Yusuf Shaman Rise one? I did. See how I curved that one straight back. Spun he didn't it. even notice. He, he spun it in. Well, the Sadiq Yusuf, if you remember, he was on the card. Um, Dude, he was on the card that I called in, in Australia. Adelaide, yeah. And it was like listening to a wrecking ball hitting the side of the building That's when it. he hits somebody. But you said at the time you thought that that was called a bit early I did and to be fair but it I happened. feel like it was the sound and the impact of the shots it was the referee filth. was like oh yeah. shit I think someone's gonna die was like, yeah. I mean like he hits heavy heavy this was I like Shaman Rice he's had such a tough run since he got in the UFC I remember when he made his debut I was like this this guy's one to watch but didn't he get like Zabit straight off yeah he, he did, got yeah. yeah he got crucified Ugh. awful imagine someone had to make their UFC debut against John Jones think about that Yes, wasn't did it? Uh, Someone did. Stefan Bonner, wasn't it? Right. Someone had to make their MMA yeah, debut against John Jones. Imagine that. I've seen that as well. Oh. Yeah, kind of feels. But making a UFC debut against Magomed Cherapov, and then he's won two fights. I, I, just, I mean, he's not reached his potential yet, because no. as I said, when I was doing research on him, when I called that Magomed Cherapov fight, I was... He got knocked all over the place in round three, though, didn't he? Yeah, but... At one point, I mean... That, that just showed a chin, man. Sadiq Youssef must hit like a middleweight, though. Yeah, he was scary. But I, I do like the fact that he's Nigerian as well, and he's just bringing up that pack. You know yeah, I mean? right? Absolutely. Fucking Taking brilliant. over. Yeah, he loves it, man. Um, what else did actually on the card? I was disappointed to see Ross get, get stopped again. Yes. And it was one of them in his most recent Instagram post. It was like, I'm going to go back, see what I want to do. Mm. And it's almost... I don't know if it is one foot out the door, but you've got to look at it. And I know he was season nine tough yeah he'd been fighting for a long time before grew up in Newcastle well was it Newcastle Sunderland, Sunderland for fuck's sake like, you know he, he, he'd be really good he'd be a really good coach and he could really add to the level of MMA in Australia yes well him on the smashes honestly oh, he, he looked incredible Andy that fight and, against and he, Soteropoulos when he, yeah George wow that was incredible what was strange about that I was, I was in the arena live for that and it wasn't a massive arena um, on the Gold Coast, it surprised me how the the almost the entire crowd were there for Ross. Yes, because it didn't go silent when he killed George. No, that was a beautiful. It was, was. It a left hook. Yes, and he, and George just went, just kind of yeah, his legs tucked up underneath. And yeah, we had that many knee pads and ankle pads on. It is. Yeah, see, we spring loaded. Yeah, Desmond Green looked good though. I mean, he's I 
Well, Desmond Green's been one of them again, hasn't he? Where he's been on a bit of a he just he's just never bit he, of a cake he's walk. just never put his foot on Wonky the gas. Road, has I mean, he? No. yeah. But he's got one. He's got wins over Tebow and Ross Pearson. That's all big. right. All right. All right. Let's come on. It's it's UFC two three six this weekend. Boom. Just before we go on to that, then go on. Then go on. Make is it, it worth? Quick. Is it worth talking about someone getting bitten in boxing? Oh yeah. That's kind of filth. What do you reckon? It's disgusting. I think boxing should be banned. Yeah. <laughs> Head trauma. Head trauma and bite trauma. You don't get biting in the UFC. I, and if you do, they fucking carry on. Pussies. I think I think if <laughs> I think the fighter that the fighter that gets bitten has to wear a double a double mouth guard next time he fights. Or they get just get to bite him back. <laughs> my niece the other day, my my sister in law was holding my a free niece. Free bite, one free bite. Yeah. Well she was stood the there. Around. Yeah. One free bite to the blue corner. Oh, yeah. but it was only a nibble. It's like, like a it's like a free kick in the balls. Yeah. Rochambeau, once again. Does the full you circle. The, you could use that word again, I still yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna not show sure you the episode. But my niece was uh Rue was holding Bella. Yeah. And she leant in, she's not two yet, and she bit her. And she went, Ah, no, don't do that, don't bite I went bite her back. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, bite her back. And I don't mean that you take fucking skin off, but you have to show the kid, it's like buying a puppy. You bite them back and then they're like, oh, I didn't like that. And I've bitten both my kids and they don't bite anyone, ever. And I don't mean recently, I mean when they were babies. You just bite them back. So I think on boxing, you should get a free bite. I think there's, there's, there's one other person in the room, Wad, Wadley Dog, is... You're He's the got other kids, person that's you've got made kids. children. What, what, what about, what, what do you reckon to that advice for... This honestly, this light is. I mean, I have, I have bitten my kids as well. Boom. To be fair, you've bitten your kids as well. Yeah, See what the, not, what is not, going? Not, not like in, you know, You're not breaking skin. Anyone, but yeah, give them a little nibble. But what? No, but it's like it's like a. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like a deterrent. It's like it's like I mean, a. De- it's just, I just they just look tasty. That's worse. Yeah, that's, that's worse, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, like that child be line worse. Because it, because they, they look tasty. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's a bit. Hell. Yeah. I do sometimes say to Ben, I'm like, oh, I could eat you. And then I bite him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but they, you know, they are a bit. Dogs can be a bit. You can, me a kind of nibble. She's, yeah. she's got a great smell to her. Say so she's a dog. Yeah. Most dogs smell funky. I like the inside of their ears. And that sounds weird. It smells like Ovaltine. Can you remember the drink you used to get? I do remember Ovaltine. Ovaltine. He's only like an orange carton. I can remember once I went to my auntie and uncle's and they had an Ovaltine tub on the top of the cupboard. And I was like, oh, what's in there? And they oh, said, I like Ovaltine. Yeah, and, and, and I was like, oh, can I have something? No, no. Well, they told me at the time it was my uncle's toenail clippings, oh. which I believed. I was only 26, so I believed. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. I think now, I think it was Bud. Of course it was. It's got to be Bud, man. Of course it was. For real. Everyone's got that cigar box or fucking <laughs> Ovaltine ox, tub. Oxo box, Ovaltine <laughs> tub. Yeah. So, okay. So there was the bite. That's what I was going to say. That that, oh, that oh, was yeah, pretty yeah, fucking yeah, bad, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah but there was a bite. The one thing I was going to say was, if someone was biting me, I'd fucking I'd be hitting. You know, even though he's taking him down and he's on his back and he's being bitten, I'd be like, fucking get off. And he he just sort of he was real cool with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't know as I'd bite them back in that scenario. Oh, bite no, but I'd be hitting him back because he's, he's attached to me. If he'd have had a ground game, he'd have been able to pull him into a triangle. Imagine. Because they were on the floor gone, when he bit oh, him, he's just they? been bitten. He landed on. That's obvious. <laughs> he landed like on steak. him. Didn't he? he needs his. He needs his underhook. Yeah, he? yeah. What you can see here is a wizard. <laughs> How the fuck can you say wizard boringly? Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I'm, I think he says wizard. <laughs> like like pointy out. I would spells. love. I would love someone to animate like just really close words. 
that aren't quite the same. I've got a list. I've got a list on my, on my phone in my notes that one day I'll I'll dig into of funny things that people have said, like like shrugged it under the carpet, mate. And um, shit like that. yeah, what was the other one that I liked? It'll come to me in a minute. I just know someone who said lapsy daisy. Oh, that's a good one. And I'm like, what's that word? <laughs> Is that lapsy daisy? I'm like, do you mean lack of daisy? And he's like, yeah, lapsy daisy. I was like, yeah, that's a completely different thing. Oh. oh. I didn't want to get too over jealous. I'm not going to tell you who that was. It doesn't matter. Can who it, it be was. Cody? It's too easy was it to Cody? Guess. Oh, it's too was easy it? to guess. Sorry, it was too easy to guess. Hanging with the boys, <laughs> getting over jealous. <laughs> God, man. Anyway, right. UFC 236. Boxers being bitten. Fuck them. Are you done with that? They'll be all right. Are you happy with that? Yeah, it's, it's got, I got. I got. Oh, he's not not happy. Okay. So, where do we start? Do you want to start at the top? Is there something that stands oh, out to you more? To? Or do you want to... Yeah. Who are you looking at? Zelim Imadayev. 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 Wow. Eight and oh. One of them. Yes. He's, a, he's a, an assassin. He's very, very good. Eight and oh with eight stoppages. You, Heavy <laughs> hands. Trained it. What? Go on. <laughs> his profile picture just reminded me of Jimmy's t-shirt. I haven't seen his. But what, what, what website are you on? Sure, dog. Sure, dog. All the websites are available, but his, just him, yeah, absolutely. made me think of him in a yeah in a really fancy really. F- <laughs> anyway, Go he's on. fighting Max Griffin. What do you think to that? Max is coming off a couple of losses. Well, it's his debut. I know it is. So that's that's a big. And Max thing. Griffin's coming off that split decision loss to Thiago Alves. Which a lot of people thought he won. Yes. I'd have to go back and watch it. To it was be a home crowd there, wasn't it? Dean sending us photos from Canada, teasing that the skies are blue and everything's wonderful. Blame Canada. <laughs> Bitty bing bang, beat Mike Perry. Bitty bing bang. Bitty bing bang, boom. <laughs> Mike Perry got Yes, biffed. he did. He did. Yeah, interesting, yeah. man. And the thing is, anyone coming from that region, as in Zalim, that's... Yes. You are hard as fuck before you've even started yeah. everything's grey yeah do you know what I mean yeah. you just like yeah. you think you've got it all over it in anything and it's just tenfold they've 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 grown up tough tough motherfuckers so I, I don't know it's going to be a tough night for Max I think because you don't want to over you don't want to like look past him because obviously it's his debut but at the same time we've it's, seen people coming on debuts and absolutely yeah. smoke people it feels a little bit like it's set up for Zalim to have a really really flashy entrance to yes. the UFC yeah. but then again it might just be to see what level he's been fighting at on the way up to the UFC and see whether Max because we know Max Griffin's been to a close decision with Thiago Alves so we yeah. we kind of know where his level's at right now but that's a, that's a recent Thiago Alves as well not to take anything away from yeah. Alves but it's not the flying knee on Matt Hughes, no, is it? No, no, no. Do you know but what even, I mean? But yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. That open, main card opener is a good one. Ovin Sempra against Nikita Krilovs. And that's a yes. rematch. Yes. And that's a rematch because the first time they fought, Von Flu Choke was the finish. Yes. Was that the first one from Von for, from uh, St. Pru? Uh, I think it was. I think but so. Nikita Krilov, so he, he got released from the UFC, kind of went away and got a bunch of wins on his record and then came back and he looked really good in his time away fight nights globally was fighting on so he was stopping people with knees he was stopping people on the ground he's got a a guillotine win and it was weird because he was on a decent win he was on like a five fight win streak in the UFC and then he lost to Nikita Krilov 
and then, and then maybe maybe he just didn't re-sign his contract. That that to me sounds more like like it would be the case. Looking yeah, at his he's record, got one, two, three, four, five, and then lost one, and then FNG. Yeah, and then he won the Fight Nights Global Light Heavyweight Championship because he knocked out Fabiano Maldonado. Do you remember him? Yes, the one Maldonado. Fought, um, yeah. Fedor. That's him. Boxer. Who beat Fedor, and then Ooh. the Russians like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, they they literally. Like, yeah, he was stood there going, "Can you fucking it believe it? Yeah, I it did it, mom." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, how, no. Many, how many times was Fedor knocked down in that fight? All of them. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, like a game um, of bowling. But then, he, so he was re-signed to the UFC to fight on the Moscow card and lost to Yan and lost to Yan, and that was, I feel to me like that was when I realised that Yan had kind of turned a corner for real. I mean, he looked really good in that fight, and I felt like that was a really evenly matched one. So, well, OSP's always been one of them, honey, where I. He's got some massive potential and he's beat some decent names. Just kind of cruises though, doesn't he? Yeah. Just kind of like third gear. Like you always feel like he could ramp it up There'd if more, he wanted yeah. to. Oh, but... when he lost to Jimmy Manoa, he mm. just looked like he was waiting for Jimmy to smack him. Yeah. And I know Jimmy had sort of scrambled his eggs a little bit and he'd sort of touched him up. Not like a normal Jimmy punch, but he was catching oh, him enough. That, that left hook that he's Jesus. caught him with But he that. just sort of stood him up and then stood back and then was like, you should fucking stay there. Smack <laughs> and murdered him, and that wasn't long after he'd fought um, Shogun, was it? Yes, no, yes. Oh, no. and that was the, the, the skateboard. The skateboard. Mm. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good uh, little gift. That was, wasn't it? It was wicked. But what yeah. about um, Alan Jaban against Dwight Grant? I thought he was modelling still. He is. Well, he's a good-looking bastard. He really is. I mean. Like, at one point he I was on the he run for a title gym. dude I remember when he showed up at the gym and I was like if, if he learns to fight as well I might as well just call it a day yeah you know yeah take my wife take my All children just fuck it that's that Ross the other day I'm not let's days watch the episode yet who was uh, that bloke you spoke to <laughs> no look how good I look in this podcast yeah he loves that's not swimming you. yeah it is <laughs> yeah just that's not you in my arms <laughs> yeah he's definitely wearing odd socks <laughs> that is not you fucking liar um, Alan Jaban, so he's coming off that knockout over Ben Saunders. Yeah, Killer B. Yeah, it, like he always has, he always has really fun fights. Alan does, but he takes he takes more chances than he needs to in a lot of fights, and I feel like that's when he gets clipped. Yes, Dwight Grant showed in his last fight against, I believe it was Pedersoli. I'll have a look. Like he just he stays on the outside and he waits for his opportunity. That was when he punched his mouth guard out of his yeah. mouth. Do you remember? Yes. Like that was a much more patient version of him than I'd seen. Now I reckon he's probably got the reach advantage as well. Not without wanting to. There's quite a few coming over from that, the contender series with big yeah, heavy yeah, hands. Yeah. Uh huh. You know what's different though about the contender series is because the onus on, is on the fighter to get the finish. Yeah. That's influencing the way that they fight when they come into the UFC. There's a as well. lot more, a lot more stand up coming from that. Yeah, I like it. Man. There's been talk about offering bonuses for all finishes, which I like the idea of. I think so. Why not? Well, mate, the amount of people, it's like with... Um, no one likes a decision. Mate, it's they like... They give the judges a pay cut because some of them do a terrible job anyway. You fuck them off. <laughs> Just make a decision at the end. Yeah, decide who's getting paid. Yeah. We'll, we'll judge the judges. What's that with Josh Emmett? Josh Emmett. Who watches uh, The Watchman? Huh? Watched that the other night? Me. I'm watching it with the knockoff <laughs> Batman outfit. Josh Emmett knocked out Michael Johnson. He didn't do a great deal else throughout the whole fight, but then was like, can I have a bonus, please? Yeah. I was like, yo, Gage is on the main, dude. I don't think you're mm. going to do that. The highlight. Yeah, for real. But it would be nice that if you get those knockouts, then at least you're not begging because it gets to a point at sometimes, you know, when they're like, fight of the night, I love my bonus. And you know, when you have to ask for it, it's almost like, 
you'd like to think they were looking after him already. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Eric Anders against Khalil Roundtree Jr.? Punch out. Khalil Roundtree. One one round punch out. Yeah. Khalil Roundtree, another one who's gone. He he looked insane. No one expected him to beat Saki. And then Johnny Walker went and absolutely smashed him. See, I reckon we might see... I reckon we might see Anders now. He's now he's moved up to, he's back at light heavyweight, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, because he had a short notice fight at light heavyweight against Thiago Santos and lost. Do you remember yeah. he was stopped? He couldn't get back to his stall. Yeah. Um, and then he went back down to middleweight and fought Theodoru, but he just he's just too big for middleweight. Well, that's so I two, think that's two on a row back both at, decisions. That's oh, exactly no. it. Well, no, the TKO, TKO yeah, but it's round three. Yeah, the fifth minute. Yeah, he was done. Yeah, that's weird. Round three. Yeah. Oh, it was main event, wasn't it? Of course it was. Yeah. Um, but then you've got. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna see Eric Anders come out and think, I'm light heavyweight now. I'm a big, strong fighter. I've had a full training camp. I think he's gonna come and wrestle. I think he's gonna push Roundtree up against the fence and try and stifle his striking. Because yeah. like Roundtree, I mean, he's at seven wins. He's got five knockouts. That's a high finishing yeah. ratio. The, the, and he seems to have that really kind of like long, loose, which is what Johnny Walker had to a degree, which is which is what screwed Might Roundtree. Make him freak out a little bit. Yeah. Well, the last time he was just he couldn't quite get inside. He couldn't couldn't get close enough to him. Yeah, but I mean, like losing to like aside from the aside from the loss to Johnny Walker, he's got three three knockouts or TKOs in a row. You know, I mean, he's got he's got heavy hands for his weight class, and I I, I feel like. I feel like we might see Anders try and clinch a bit more in this one. I just, I feel like that might be, especially coming off two losses. Key, for, key might, to victory. Yeah. Maybe play it safe a little bit, but who yeah. knows? I'd like to see a one round shootout, but that's just me. Definitely. Being, that's just me being a selfish fan. I'm going yeah, to just lead on my I just want to see a Jimmy Manoa version. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Get to Co- wind them up. Co-main event then. I just, I, I find it hard to think that Kelvin's going to win. Really? Yeah, I know he beat Bisping. So, so if you're in Kelvin's corner then, what do you say to him? What's game plan? Fucking like, hell, can you believe you're in a main co-main? <laughs> Bro, this is mental, isn't it? <laughs> but, but, but you imagine you're in his corner. Okay. I mean, you know, like you can't, you can't, you can't, can't be a dick. Sh- yeah, I, can't, I mean, right. like he's going to be upset if you, if you say that. Well, the thing that. is, he's always... Like he's chosen you. You're one of his, you're one of his guys. You're one of his cheerleaders. That's it. But he's you always surprised people. Like, Come on, of course you're going to beat You've him. You've got this. Of course you're going to beat him. Definitely clear up that staff infection on your neck first, because <laughs> that's a bit weird. Because <laughs> if, if the starbender catches out with a dirty kick and he just gets covered in pus. Oh... Can you imagine? It always turns into celebrity death match with Lance you. Lance his boils, just like, shink. <laughs> And the winner by Toxic by Biohazard. Biohazard <laughs> Galvin Gaslam. Yo. <laughs> fucking gross. That like custard all over the fucking cage. Yeah. I don't know. I just let him get it out of his system. Yeah, it's got to go. Just... It's got to go. Because I can say good things. Because look, no one thought he was going to beat your eye hole. <laughs> you can say good he things. He looked awesome against your eye he hole. Did. But he then did. he went now on a bit on of a tear. Tyron Woodley was a split decision. You're right, Wadley Dog. <laughs> was it the custard thing? Yeah. Sorry, man. Uh, Are we live on Instagram as well? Oh, it's all happening. It's all happening. Ask him if we've got any questions. We'll answer some questions. Ben's not live on anything. No. <laughs> as you were saying, after okay. the custard part, so you were going to say nice things about Kelvin Gastelum because you're, you're his corner man. You're in his team, Owen. I'd say to him, Yo, you've only lost to Chris Wyman, Neil Magny and Woodley. Right? You can smash this piece of shit. Come exactly. on. Exactly. 
And no, no. Like, look at the positives. Like, he beat up Tim Kennedy, who was a big, strong middleweight. Ridiculously right? big. That was impressive. He knocked out Michael Bisping, former champ. No, close I, distance time. Come no, with a big left hand. No, no. Come on, Bisping had just had. You've got to build him up. How many rounds did he just add? Oh, sorry. Okay, we're doing the positives. He knocked out Vitor Belfort, but then he was smoking a bit of weed. Yes. And Vitor was yeah. If you knock out Vitor Belfort when you're high, Vitor the chemist Belfort. (laughs) Credit this man's account with two wins. Yeah, for that. Especially if that was was that like I don't know which Vitor. (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I can say that though because I'm not employed by them. (laughs) So yeah, he's had some impressive wins. He's had some really impressive wins. And to be fair, he's coming off a win over Bisping and Jackery. Exactly. Like winning Jackery is fucking insane. Split decision, though. It doesn't matter. It's a win over Jacare. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just... I think is the Israel story is way more exciting and I will tune in a lot more for it. Is that the problem? So that's what's influencing you. Yeah. You, you want Israel to win because you prefer his story. Yeah. And look, <laughs> he's just... Look who he's beating. Like, he's looked good doing it. He's flashy. Okay. So, okay. So is Anderson Silva equivalent to Jacare? No. Okay. No, not that version of Anderson, because it was a is dude. is Derek Brunson equivalent to Michael Bisping? Uh, Brad Tavares, I would put next oh, to Bisping. Really? Yeah. Former Brad Tavares champ. has been impressive. Former champ. It's <laughs> not something I really want to discuss. I might well, well, well. I love the Bisping story. Oxley. I stood up and applauded when he beat Rockhold. Don't include me. No, no, you've said it. Now. I'd say Brad, yeah, Brad, Brad and Bisping, okay. they're, they're pretty, they're pretty evenly matched. So, so you just you don't see a way of Ke- for Kelvin winning this. If hang on, let me pose this Go a on. different way. If you were to imagine Kelvin winning in the world of mixed martial arts, where Anthony Pettis comes flying off the fence with a Superman right hook and knocks out Wonder Boy, that world where Chris Weidman knocks out Anderson Silva, the, the, where where Michael Bisping knocks out. Luke Rockhold. I mean, do I go on? Where Matt Serra knocks out Joyce St. Pierre. Easy. Come on. Wait, yeah. Right. So hang anything on, can on, happen. Hang on. Go on. on. You've got, you got to have another one. What about Holly Holm? No, no. No, I'm not, no, I'm not going that far. <laughs> what, in that world where anything can happen in MMA, how, how, does, Kelvin how does Kelvin beat uh, Israel Adesanya? Well, I think he's going to be a lot bigger than him, heavier than him. And I think that he can bully him a bit. Okay. He can use his wrestling. He's good yeah. at his wrestling. Look yeah. what he did to Uriah Hall. And Uriah Hall at the time was as exciting as, as Starbender uh-huh. in the Ultimate Fight uh, 13, 14, 15. I can't remember these things like you can, Raymond. They wore red. I know that one of the team <laughs> kits was red, so it could have been Frank Mir. Or was it? 17. 17, was it? Was it, it, Sha- was. Was it, uh, it was defi- Ortiz? It was 17. Ortiz versus Franklin. Oh, um, no, no, it wasn't Ortiz. It was Chuck and Jones Ortiz. Sonnen. Okay, that was after. Anyway, you failed. Fuck it. Don't matter. You, fa- you failed on both. I think I think he could. I he think looked he good, could he more looked good against Uriah Hall. Yep. Really good. And yep. Uriah okay. Hall at the time was touted to be Stylebender. He was insane. Yep. He's all his flashy shit. And so I think, yeah, I think he could bully him. But I think if Israel if Israel comes out with the exact same confidence that he fought someone like Derek Brunson with. Yeah. But I don't think that was just his confidence. I think Brunson was he'd already checked out. So here's a fun game I like to play, which you can play at home. It's very easy to play. We need a theme tune for a fun game. <laughs> you can play at home. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what the theme tune would be, but it's, we need one. 
if they were to fight a hundred times, if you could get a hundred clones of each fighter and they were to face off in a hundred octagons all at the same time in a hundred parallel universes, how many times out of those hundred does Kelvin Gastelum win? Hmm. Probably 30. <gasps> what are you really? saying? Because you're not commentating for this one. You can put your balls on the line. <laughs> well, people know I always get my predictions wrong. I, yeah. do, I do the analysis right, but then my prediction's terrible. Um, I think I think Gastelum's got a got a decent chance of winning. I, I think you could go somewhere between thirty and forty percent. So my thirty wasn't that bad. Yeah, no, I think I think you. Could, I was thinking you were going to go lower than that because you no. were bitching about him so much. No, I just the you thing being is so horrible to him. Like, but, I'm I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet him. I'm just gonna let him know that if he needs to reach out to somebody, yeah, he can come and box me yeah, up can, in the office. He can, he can call me or he can. I'll be making t-shirts and you just tap me on the shoulder with his custard fingers. And go, All right, mate. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> not with my creepy hand. What? <laughs> 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 I got 18 kids. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Israel's got. He's got massive. He's just got the hype behind him. I think there's, yeah, for real, there's something about You know all him. that stuff was animated on. You know he doesn't actually yeah, do all that electric stuff. It's, it's almost like he's a better Bruce Leroy. You remember when Bruce Leroy did all that? Yeah. And then got stopped a couple of times. Thing is, I haven't seen his, uh, Israel on his back much. I haven't seen him fighting off his back. And I think that Kelvin can put, Kelvin can put him there. The only thing is, is that Kelvin's last loss was to, um, what's his name, off his back. Fucking hell. Former champ, Chris Weidman. Yeah, yeah, but but like stylistically, Chris Weidman's a very different kind of fighter. Like he's a good wrestler, he's a very good wrestler, as well as Kelvin being a good wrestler, but with the size advantage as well. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like Kelvin can threaten with the wrestling, and I think he can keep it scrappy enough to land with power, as long as he doesn't get caught up in that Adesanya kind of witchcraft rhythm that he plays. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think Adesanya's got the got the the odds behind him to you know to beat him up from a distance and then catch him on the way in, but I would say I would say that Gastelum's one the one that's got more power. I would say he's the one that's got more one punch, one punch knockout KM. power. Well, yeah. when he did Bisping, the problem is that I had with that was Bisping had just come off a was it four rounds with GSP. He got knocked all over. That they had a proper fight and he stepped in last minute, short yeah. notice in China. Was it like, China? I think it was China. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it, was uh, it was Shanghai. So I think... It was like two weeks notice. Yeah, part of the work had already been done. Mm -hmm. Bisping was exhausted, off a fight camp, adrenaline dump, lost his belt. Do this for us, mate. See, like, you look at you look at Adesanya's record. So he's had 16 wins with 13 knockouts. But then if you look at, if you look at the knockouts, it's TKO, 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 TKO. They're all TKO apart from one KO head, head kick. kick. So the difference between a knockout and a technical knockout is, let me get this right. Is the ref so enough? I'm, I'm going to get a phone call from Mark Goddard's. Listen, gonna catch, first. Listen, <laughs> listen, Ardy. His, his sonar's going to pick it's up when I'm April talking about Fools. this. <laughs> um, a knockout is when you can't defend yourself intelligently. Yes. A TKO is when you're not intelligently defending yourself. So... The KO yeah, is like you right, can't right. you can't defend yourself because you are ringing. sparked. No, it must be right. Mark's not calling. His sonar's just like binging. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, so you can't defend yourself because your face is on the canvas. Exactly. Okay. We're, so a lot of these were like volume of strikes. The guys covering up and not yeah. intelligently defend themselves, but not unconscious. Whereas, like you look at the way that Kelvin Gastelum can lay people out with one shot. 
But I, f- I feel like if he's got confidence and he can close distance. Like, and the other thing as well, you've got to think about intention going into this because like from Gastelum's perspective, he's been grafting. He's had to move yeah. up a weight class. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? He's yeah. been chasing this for a while, whereas Adesanya stepped in and he seems to have this big buzz around him and immediately him and Gastelum are on the same stance. I wouldn't be surprised if Kelvin knocks him out because... No, 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 no. You it, said now you've, you've committed. I'm just, I'm, just, it, I'm, right? just going off, I'm just going off it's that anything can Instagram. happen. Anything can happen. But if you look at Adesanya, he's had five fights in the UFC of which three have gone to decision. Oh, so you see my point See now. what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. Do you feel me knocking? I see. I Let feel, me in. <laughs> I feel you knocking. So that's the difference. But the thing, so I still think... then? I think Adesanya's going to do it. Hopefully. Do. I just, I'm just... Hopefully. I'm excited about so that you, story. You, so you've already tainted your prediction then. Yeah. You said hopefully. You I'm can't, just you interested can't in that story. that word. Maybe. <laughs> Israel, the stylebender. Maybe pulls off a difficult win. Yeah. Against a seasoned vet. Yeah. Custard McJojo. <laughs> Kelvin Stastelum. <laughs> and I didn't even say it. You said it. Oh, oh man, that sounds like a Harry Potter character. I'll shake his hand when I see him again, as long as he's washed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it is what it is. it is. You know, I never got any kind of skin infections until I went to the US to train. Oh, really? I trained on the filthiest mats in the UK. Have like, you seen all. the gyms that we train in? They're, they're yeah. fucking gross. Like, like dog hairs and like dried blood and like they get sweated on twice a day at least and Just maybe maybe you clean once a month vacuumed around the edges okay you know what I mean that's about you. that's about all you're gonna get so where did you get the first where, what happened where was the first place uh, we to name names Team Quest oh. was the first that's and I'll tell you what place, it is right? I'll tell you yeah it was the original Team Quest up in Oregon I know exactly what it is because when we go into the gym, it's freezing cold outside, so we're wearing jackets and shoes and stuff. We come in, we walk up, we take our shoes off, and we walk onto the mats. We might sweat and bleed and all that on the mats, but we don't walk onto the mats from outside. So many people that I saw coming onto mats at Team Quest, at American Top Team, and at Legends, they all like there were so many people that would leave their car with their wrestling shoes on. And just, they're just like, oh, I'm just, just walking from the car to the gym. Rock up in their flips, so, in their spats and their shorts. But they just like just like walk, they like walk from the car into the gym with their wrestling shoes on and straight onto the mats. Scruffy. And then they clean the mats twice a day with all that antibacterial stuff. Can't be good for you. No. You need that balance. You know what I mean? Yeah. That yin and yang of bacteria. Talk, talking about cleaning up and being a better person. How did we get onto this subject? I don't know, but this just reminded me of a person I used to work with. She was, she. Was, she just needs calling out basically <laughs> is this the time and the place yeah well you just said about people being better do we about, get a name her name she called herself Amy but her real name isn't Amy <laughs> can't remember her name didn't fucking like her <laughs> basically I worked with her in the team we're in the same team and my opinion of her instantly changed because I always like to think you know be, be kind to bad people do you know what I mean do your best all the rest of it like you can you can give anyone your time it doesn't cost you anything all the rest of it and we went up and then we used to have a shared canteen. And in the shared canteen, it was, you clear your own stuff away and it got cleaned, but like, don't leave all your shit about. And I can never forget, I walked into the, uh, into the canteen, got everyone sat down and we used to have, we used to do the quiz in the Metro newspaper. Rock and roll motherfuckers, right? <laughs> that so we was got very Ricky Gervais, that yeah. point and a wink to camera. It was a rock and roll, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ricky. So we did the, um, we did the quiz and basically, she sat down one day 
And she started kicking off about the cleaners and saying how fucking scummy they were. And they're like, oh my God, this place is disgusting. It's fucking gross. I was like, easy. Because my mum's a cleaner. So I was like, fucking hell. Like a, like a hit woman? Yeah, yeah, completely. Like the wolf? Oh, mate, she's like four foot seven hit woman. You wouldn't fuck around. And you wouldn't suspect it neither. She's like the granny off of uh, See, now we're confused. Now, now you're not sure whether we were serious or not. She yeah. might be a cleaner. She might be a cleaner. a cleaner. Or she might clean your clock. <laughs> so anyway, with my mum being a cleaner, it instantly put my hackles up a little bit because I sat there and she's bitching about it, this. Is that is the, that where your hackles are? The hackles are? are on my back, just here. <laughs> just, just there. Oh, so, is that what they are? Yeah, technically... This is nothing to do with me. It's a new word. New word of the day. Yeah. Ping. Hackles. Hackles. So I'm sat there and I'm like, fucking hell. And she's really kicking off, laying into these poor kitchen staff that are fucking busy all the time. And I said, oh, what's the problem? She's like, this mess is fucking gross. It's been here all day yesterday and all day today. And I was like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> In what world are you making notes of messes? And she was like, well, I did it yesterday. Oh. Oh. Don't think she didn't get called a thunder cunt because she did. Slap. What the fuck? Who does that? And she's like, oh, they're disgusting. TTB, right? Well, TTB. 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 That's like Elvis is taking care of business, but the Jimmy Warhead version, which we're not going to say on camera. We're absolutely not. I know you did. Uh, that's why I interjected <laughs> immediately. I was like, we're not, we're not going to say We're not on saying camera. TTV. We're, you can say TTV. That's fine. Okay. Taking care of, taking care of business. T- yeah, no, we're not, we're not giving that Are a song we're working over time as well? No, no, no. No, because I will I've sing just realised that if I put the idea of making a song in, in your head, now you're going to start thinking I'm going to be driving home on the M1 going, TTV. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the main event. Yes. What, how long we, what we got left? Yeah, no, ages. Ages. I think we've been running for about four hours. But we could cut some of the nonsense out. Ever. We can't cut any of the nonsense. Max Holloway against Dustin Poirier. Poirier. Wow. Poirier. This is a good main event, isn't it? Which way do you go? I've done the breakdown for it, which is coming out. And we've got some behind-the-scenes stuff coming out, haven't we? We've got a, a behind-the-scenes trailer out. No, in fact, well, the actual show is going to be out by this point, isn't it? Because this is... What day is this? Thursday? Well, today's Monday. Is Monday? It's April Fool's today, bitches. Is this where you tell us that this isn't switched on? This yeah. is April Fool's. <laughs> We've got it all over again. Jokes on you, dickheads. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll put that out. So we've got. Uh, so have a look on our YouTube channel, Full Reptile Radio Fight Network. Yes. FRR Fight Network. Yes. Yes. So what Search did you? What, what was the? Obviously, we'll have all watched it by the time this is out. But what was your overview so. on on the main? <laughs> um, both are very good at switching stances then moving forward covering distance and hitting with power they they both the reason that they both step forward is for, for different reasons though Max Holloway steps forward to cover distance so he can land a high volume strikes Dustin Poirier steps forward so he can throw all of his weight into his punches yeah. so almost every punch is a power punch the difference is Holloway tends to keep in a fighting stance no matter where he is even if he switches his feet tend to stay one in front of the other Whereas Poirier tends to square up against the fence and just throw hooks and then level change. So I feel like Holloway's going to be the one that's going to be trying to keep a distance with his hands. If he sees the opportunity, he'll be working his kicks as well. And then the one other thing that I think is really important is, and this was something that we talked about on the inside the octagon when Holloway was fighting Ortega. If you look at the output for Holloway, it goes, I've not got my pad with me it goes up each round yeah. as well as his success rate. So it's like his volume increases and he's landing more. Easy. Um, 
Whereas Poirier starts out really hard. Yes. He throws loads and loads of volume, which has a low success rate, but then his work rate drops off per round, but then his output drops off at the same yeah. time. See, just to look at it initially, I think you instantly would choose Max, purely of the path that he's been on as far as defending belts mm-hmm. and what he's achieved. I mean, taking out Jose twice is fucking insane. That Ortega fight last time was batshit crazy. But... The Dustin Poirier, I mean, if you actually look at who he's fought recently, because the the thing with Poirier always stands out to me isn't the Connor finish, because Connor still had a ponytail, so that was fucking years ago. <laughs> um, so it was not that, but it's the it's the it's the Michael Johnson knockout. Like Michael yeah. Johnson does that same thing as Max, where he sort of steps in but, and out. Yeah, but you see, that's what what's interesting about that, and and I'm I'm glad you raised that. Okay, go on. We didn't practice that. We didn't, did we? There's no production meeting before these. I'm, I'm sure they could. Fucking hell. No. We'll discuss this and then we'll move on to this. No. Um, if you look at his last three losses, which have, which span, I mean, it, we're talking about 2013. Holy shit. Yeah. So take out the Chan Sun Jung fight, which was a, it was predominantly defending takedowns and he got caught in a Darce choke. His last three losses, Cub Swanson, 2013, Conor McGregor, 2014, and Michael Johnson, 2016. All three of those guys are fast strikers. Two of them are Southport and Cub Swanson switches his stance, so yes. he can be Southport. Yeah. All three of them gave him problems because he doesn't he doesn't do well against other Southpaws. And what's Max? Max does Whatever both. The folk Mac wants Max, to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Max has got the option of staying orthodox most of the time. If he finds himself switching to southpaw and he's getting more heat, then he will just switch back to orthodox. Yeah. But I feel like Max is going to be the one defending takedowns for most of it. The thing is, if you, I mean, the people that Poirier has beaten recently, I mean, Eddie Alvarez twice. Mm. Did you see Alvarez lost again? I did. I was going to bring that up because me and uh, Kid Mystery were talking about it. It didn't look like the normal Eddie at mm. all. It it looked like it looked like he got punched a couple of times and he just fucking not gave up, but yeah. he just normally he's got that grit, that bite down and just he just I keeps coming. Something got injured. Yeah, that's you know what, what I mean. It was like, like a, a flurry of say three shots. And when he went back to the cage, he didn't fall into the cage defensively. He sort of put his hand back to yeah, yeah. to stop himself. Like he knew where he was. It was like he got injured. I and he turtled. That. I've never mm. seen Eddie Alvarez turtle like that. No. Even when Connor was boxing him, he didn't turtle like that. No. That was like yeah, that and um, DJ. Mm-hmm. Saying to the boys though, with One FC, I want it to be really big and I want it to be exciting. But it's almost like there needs to be an English speaking version and a Japanese speaking version when when you're watching it back because the press. But conference... Don't should take commentating now, or is she involved in? Yeah, but it's like the press conference. They asked DJ a question. He answered the question, and then it was being translated for about a week, <laughs> and the guy was like, "Oh yeah, just to follow up on that." did you mean to do this? And it's like, fucking hell, don't ask him something else. And it just went off. And it was, it just seemed so disjointed, you know, because of the yeah. the language barrier. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's good to see him. It's nice to see 1FC. I like 1FC. I, I, I like, it's just, it feels very different to the UFC, which I, I quite like. It's good to have alternatives. Yeah, for real. But using that, the Eddie Alvarez, the Eddie Alvarez that Poirier beat is very similar to the gaugey, mm-hmm. scrappy, mm-hmm. fucking brawler, Pettis wasn't necessarily in the best place. No, well, that, I mean, that was a rib injury as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's not taking anything away from Poirier, but... God, I would like to see that fight again. Yeah, like, imagine, imagine if Poirier beats Holloway. 
and then gets uh, Pettis stepping back into lightweight. Mate. Mm. But the thing is, he's finished Alvarez and Gagey. Yeah. That's big. I don't think it's Max Holloway big. The, the one thing that we don't know, though, and the, the, the little bit of this whole piece, the whole thing that's unquantifiable. Timber. Bit of weight. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to reference the, the weight you had to put on. That is exactly it. Yeah, a bit of timber. I think that the best version of Max Holloway is at lightweight. Like, especially if you go yeah. back to his debut. Like, when he when he made his UFC debut against Poirier and lost in and the lost. first round, he was 4-0 and and he looked like a child. Yes. Like, he looked like a child. Yeah. Whereas, like, and if you look at that guy, you're like, yeah, I can understand he's a featherweight. If you then put today's Max Holloway next to him, they don't look like the same person. No. Like, he, he often like, does he it. Like Have you seen dad. on his timeline? He puts <laughs> yeah. on it, it's like, just tattoos start getting added. Like, Max <laughs> Holloway now looks like Max Holloway's dad. When he, of, made, when he debuted. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So it makes sense for him to move up a weight. It makes sense for him to now... And, and remember, he took that fight on short notice against Khabib and, and didn't, didn't make, make lightweight. Yeah, but that was like a two minutes. For sure. But that shows how big he is when he's not in training camp. Yeah. You know? Like, if he's walking around 20 pounds over his weight class, then yeah. he would have made lightweight. And, it, and how much battle damage is Holloway taking? Because... Well, let's he did, have a he look. He's had 23 fights. last fight. And he landed, he, he broke the record for punches landed in his last fight as well. I thought Ortega caught him a few times. I mean, there's a couple of times where he caught him and I was like, it didn't seem to bother him though, did it? But then Ortega's not much of a puncher. It was his elbow that did Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Yeah. You can see I've got all this stuff in the forefront of my brain, can't you? Yeah. So but it's I mean, all stacked up there ready for inside the octagon. But if, if I said to you, the people that, that Max has beaten, and, mm-hmm. and like Cole Miller, Cub Swanson, Charles Oliver, Jeremy Stevens, Lamas, Pettis, Aldo twice, and Ortega. Would you put Poirier to be the one to beat him? No. If this fight hadn't been made in any weight class, would you say that Poirier's got, going to beat him? No. I wouldn't. And that no. seems sad to say, and I wouldn't be surprised if Poirier pulled out a massive upset, because that's what we love. Like you said earlier, anything can happen. But the difference is, I just don't think it's Max's time to fall off it yet. Mm. I so think, what are you thinking? Max picks up the interim title and then faces Khabib at fight week and Adesanya beats Gastelum and fights Whitaker in yes. Australia. Yeah. I think that Holloway... Imagine that. Main I, event in Australia, New Zealand. You'll be calling that. Maybe. We'll go. If me the, and Ben are going the case. gods love me. Yeah. Me and Ben are going in your case. <laughs> Get this. Like, no clothes. Just us. <laughs> But I think it might be a volume thing. You know, like when um, what? When Max, Hol- Max Holloway <laughs> volume, <laughs> duck. When Max Holloway beat uh, Pettis, yes, it just came down to Pettis. Like, bang, 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 fuck bang! Off, just man. stop fucking Jesus, me. Fuck, we yeah. get it. But but that he, like most of his like Adesanya, most of his finishes are TKOs. Yeah, like he's not binging people and knocking them out. It's Bam, 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 and then just watching them collapse against the fence. Yeah. Like, do you remember what he did to Lamas as well? Yeah. Same thing. Beautiful hook to the body. Yeah. Pow. It just, Max always just looks like it's effortless. Mm-hmm. I know he puts a lot of work in. I know he works hard. Dustin Poirier, you can see it's a grind. And yeah. It, and it is. It, don't get me wrong. They're both very skilled. They're both very good. But with Max, he's just. I don't know if it's the confidence of his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen fight win streak. That is just making him relax. I'm impressed you got that high. I did 13 all on my own. Well done. Boom. Let's get, I tell we'll the get kids. this man a star sticker. I'm literally going to come in next week. <laughs> One to 13. Fuck um, you guys. 
there's, there's something about Poirier that rem- that's very kind of old school MMA though like yeah. we're just gonna grind this out we're gonna bang we're gonna sprawl and brawl you know yeah but I feel like he's gonna wrestle hard in this one I feel like he's gonna try and pressure Max so it's down to Max to defend takedowns yeah. keep space and maybe attack some some nets. I hope it goes to three or four mm-hmm. I don't wanna see I don't wanna see does, another then it's TJ winning uh, yeah if it, if it goes I reckon if it goes past two it's Holloway winning because that's when he starts to pick Volume, his pace yeah, up yeah, definitely yeah cool what's we, your pick for fight of the night main ooh. event main event come main probably yeah main event man all day main event's gonna be insane <laughs> and Dana fucking loves Max he does yeah who doesn't rightly so the thing is as well you see a lot that Dustin's now got a kid yeah and it was always Max before he was like hey daddy's got the gold belt <laughs> and he's like yes daddy's got the gold belt <laughs> fucking fives because Dustin's got a kid as well that would like a gold yeah, belt play so, the game let's share the I love know. Here's, yeah. a, here's a question for you then what's your prediction on what's Conor McGregor going to do this weekend to make sure he's in the headlines while this event goes on for fuck's sake double retire double <laughs> man I, the thing is <laughs> when I saw the retirement I didn't know if I was just looking at you know sometimes people share like eight years ago and it was a similar thanks for the cheddar in a bit and it's almost I don't know he's been very vocal on every main event that's been out saying like, I'll do it I'll do it I'll fight you nice one being pleasant to some of them and not to the others and all the rest of it but then you see Gagey this week which is fucking insane I would watch every week and he's probably on 50 and 50 and then there's that much drama with the Connor side of things that I'm like yo don't get me wrong I fucking love watching you fight but at the same time just like just put that energy into fucking training and let's let's have a knock yeah I don't I, that, the whole retirement thing is just because you know when he comes out and he's not retired it's not like anyone's going to be surprised yeah do you know what I mean and then you can't keep retiring because it's the it's the boy who cried wolf circumstance. For real, he's learnt so much from Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, you know what was interesting? I looked. Well, in fact, my friend Gary pointed out to me on uh, the side of, of Twitter. You could see what was trending on the same day as McGregor being in the headlines for retiring, and Floyd Mayweather was right up in the headlines as well, doing something. Yeah, it but like, it's, it's staying relevant for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Like Connor's always impressed me and got the following from. Coming along as this guy that was on the dole, that was that was struggling, that was going to give it up, that then put all his energy and time into it, struggled all the way through, started predicting what he was going to do, looking phenomenal doing it, and then almost got caught up in the Hollywood side of things. And the thing is, it's one of them where it's like, would you sell your soul for this? And I'm, I'm not saying he's necessarily sold his soul, but it's like his fight soul. Because the whole boxing thing was, let's look at it on paper, the greatest boxer ever against this guy. Everyone's saying the greatest boxer ever, common sense. But because Connor's been so successful and impressive and dictated and said what he what he was going to do, it had you doubting the fact that the greatest boxer ever could fucking win. And you're like, that's insane. So that's cashing in. So that's part of your soul. You're just, just weighing in a bit of soul. And the difference then is he gets the champ champ. So every time he's winning, he's bolstering that, that demandability that he wants to, to shout out at the UFC. The problem is now is he's coming off a loss where he got, he got man-handled, dominated, yeah. manhandled. And the thing is... Beat, Eddie, up, beat up twice, actually. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> and then the Eddie Alvarez thing, that was impressive. That was bananas. Like we've spoke about Eddie. 
I know he lost the weekend, but he was fucking phenomenal. Mm. Looked incredible against RDA. Was the man. And for, for Connor to go in there and beat what everyone was worried about being a wrestler was fucking impressive. But he can almost stand on a pedestal then off that win and demand whatever he wants, if it was boxing or whatever. Whereas now, it's almost like he has to inject a little bit of that false energy into something else to keep that relevance. Mm. Because I think most people who would say, it's just about fighting. If they said, all right, Komain, you'd be like, yeah, I'm not a champ. Yeah. I'm coming off loss. No fucking bother. Yeah. The ego's not important. The minute Fuck it, three get, rounds and you're going to pay me the same as five. Sounds yeah, good. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to get this and this. And it's always, it's always too much of the storyline. And unfortunately, because the last one sticks in your throat a bit because... The storyline was there. He said the right things, but then it didn't. It looked a bit like the beginning of Rocky Four mm. or Rocky and, Three, sorry, with Clubber Lang, where it's like, oh yeah, you've still got the persona. Mm. You still, you still know the right things to say. You're turning up, but then Rocky Three at the beginning of the fight, the first fight, and then the second fight, and the same thing, completely different because he had to go back to his roots. And the problem is that because we're expecting Connor against Cowboy, and that's now not happening. Cowboy versus Aya Quinta doesn't look nearly as good no. as it would have done if it was just oh my god Cowboy's fighting Aya yeah. Quinta you're like that's a that really a good fight burner. yeah it's it's always going to be a step down from someone versus Connor yeah but I, I don't think I'd like to see him fight Pettis I'd love to see him fight Pettis I'd like to see him against someone just that stand up completely just mm. like not be nullified because it's like when Adam Adam I know he doesn't like wrestling he doesn't like the takedown side of things and I get that with a lot of it but with something like Connor with a main event or a co-main there's so much to be given from a Nate Diaz trilogy or from a Pettis or a Cowboy yeah and I think Just crying out for a 162 weight class first fight 162 all day Pettis coming back down to lightweight on his way back from his win over Wonderboy or Nate Diaz because yeah. he's too big for lightweight well him and Connor are the only two of the only th- three athletes that have won in those three him Ken Flo and yes um, Connor and Pettis sorry but I don't know the thing is when the, all the news is on Connor I saw I lose interest a bit mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's just because I've overdosed because I've been there from That's the it. very I'm beginning I'm just kind of tuning out to him yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen hey, so yeah. much of it that when he's retiring and it's like even people that don't watch it mm-hmm. like, oh, what, what do you think about that it's like yeah, I don't think anything of it <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen I think it's just a ruse and to, for me sometimes things if it's like a joke if it's too obvious if you see a fat person you can't call him a fat fox that's too obvious do you know what I mean think of something funnier do you know what I'm saying like I'm a small so person you want, so you want people call to be me a more skinny entertaining fuck. in yeah, his just be uh, in clever his with it. come back knock someone's teeth out and then be like I did that fucker for free yeah. now what do you know call what I mean call that Masvidal yeah That'd be a good fight. Yeah, but call him out and back it up. Follow it up. Don't like wait for a main event to finish. Go, Gagey, I'll fucking have you. That's the thing. Until I see him in the octagon now, I'm not going to believe he's going to fight. I'm going to be waiting for something to happen for to, yeah, for, it, to him to be derailed. Yeah, but it's like when you've got kids and people say, ignore him, they'll stop in a minute. And the problem <laughs> is, is no one's ignoring him. It's like, Cav came out and did a little piece on it, which was really nice. And he said about a bit, like some really emotional things about what they've been through together and all the rest of it. And that's just justifying that bad behaviour. <laughs> Don't give him attention and he'll fucking stop. And if everyone, if he'd have gone, I'm retired, and everyone was like, right. Next. That's kind of what Dana did though, right? It was like, you know. Kind of, but then he's been asked that question 25 million times. And then, like, are you going to let him fight Mark Wahlberg? And he's like, what? <laughs> what? Bob Lee Swagger? <laughs> no one's fighting fucking Mark Wahlberg. I'd watch that fight. I would. If Mark Wahlberg had the ghillie suit on at a shootout <laughs> and Danny Glover in his corner. <laughs> 
Seems like a good place to leave it. Imagine. <laughs> Danny Law wouldn't know where he is. <laughs> Bless him. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the fights this weekend. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Nice. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.